Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Da 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 Jesse Truff, episode number five. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. It's Monday morning right now when I am recording. And as usual, I have my coffee. I'm sitting at my desk and my husband is out for his workout. And I told him not to break any records today because we need to conserve our energy for this week because we have a lot of things to do. How are you guys doing, guys and gals and people, everyone? So today, we are going to keep going on some unhelpful thinking habits, which I have decided to call oofs. Kind of like, you know, when you trip over something and you're like, oof. Um, Unhelpful thinking habits, U-T-H. I'm calling them oofs. Because sometimes we uh, fall into unhelpful thinking pattern and uh, we don't realize we're doing it. And then we will look back and we're like, oh my gosh, I just totally personalized that situation. Oof. You know what I mean? So we've got a word for them now. So that's exciting. Also last week, I told you guys that I am starting to... uh, collect ratings and reviews for my podcast and uh, as I was looking to see how to do a review on Apple Podcasts because all this is new to me um, I noticed that I had a review so I want to share it with you guys because it's I did not realize how good it was going to feel to read a review about what I'm bringing to you all. So I realized that I had a review from January 7th. My sister wrote me a review after I first started the podcast and I just saw it. And it's a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And she says, I never knew I needed to hear this. Wow. I listened due to my personal connection with Jessie and wanting to support her, but I didn't expect to learn so much in 20 minutes and be so excited for the next one. Thank you. And five stars. Oh, so awesome. And I love that. And uh, it really fills me up to hear people telling me how they notice a little nugget out of what I'm stirring up, a little nugget that they can apply somewhere in their life. And that makes me feel so good because honestly, bringing this content is exciting, but also intimidating because I don't have all my eh together either. You know, it's so it's kind of really intimidating to show up here and talk about these things when really I am still totally learning myself. And I want to get into something with that today, too. So, and then also I got another five-star review and that one I don't know how to find without paying a membership on this like review site, but um, a friend of mine reached out to me and told me that she wanted to leave a review, but she couldn't figure out how to leave a review on where she listens to podcasts. So she rated me and she rated me five stars. So thank you so much. And it's growing. And my, I decided on my gift 
that I'm gonna give to my first five reviewers, so I have two out of five, so those two people are going to get a, a bracelet or necklace, some type of jewelry made by me with a handmade clay bead that has a word of affirmation, whether it may be your word of the year or it may just be an inspiring word that I think fits you. I'm gonna use a handmade bead on your piece of jewelry. If you're a guy, you'll get something else if you don't want jewelry. <laughs> but I've decided to do that and I hope you enjoy them. I'm working on them and I'll reach out to figure out how I'm gonna get them to you. So that's exciting. I have three more open spaces for reviews. So on and on to the content for today. So before we talk about a couple oofs, I'm going to talk about for a second self-care because I made a reel last week about self-care and the examples I put on that reel were like listening to music, taking a bath, soaking up some sunshine, a lot of those things that you can do throughout the day to treat yourself, to make yourself feel good. And I just want to pop in here because I think I'll do my YouTube video on this this week, is self-care also goes way deeper than those things that you do to give yourself love and attention throughout the day. Self-care has, I see it as like three layers, like a plant. In the first week of content, we talked about self-care as self-discovery and also self-worth being like a plant and it's your roots and it needs water. So those are all related. So I see self-care as a plant. So those things that you do, like taking a bath, dancing while you're cooking, listening to music, um, giving yourself a massage, um, reading a book, all those things I see as the leaves or the petal, the leaves of the plant or the petals of the flower, the part that's like right there to soak up the sun, uh, the, the top layer. That's where those things are, how I see it. And then you have the center of the plant, the stem or the base that the leaves are growing out of. That is like the second layer. That's having healthy relationships, working on your oofs, your unhelpful thinking habits, working on your mindset, um, having a positive attitude, spending time with the people you love, uh, uh, eating healthy food, drinking water, those like basic human needs. And the the, like I said, the relationships, the social aspect, the filling up, those are like the base of your plant, your flower stem. But then you have what's under the soil, the deep, dark parts. And I say dark because sometimes these things are the ones that are uncomfortable and really hard to do. But the roots of the plant are the ones that grab into the soil, that sink so deep down into the earth. And those things are also self-care. And those are things like setting healthy boundaries, being able to say no when you can't do something or your heart just doesn't want to do something or saying voicing your desires voicing your needs and your wants and also doing soul searching and knowing what it is that you want and uh, 
like I said, with the setting boundaries, knowing like where you end, where others and the world begins, and also doing those deep healing things like working through trauma because you deserve to not be holding on to trauma and guilt and shame. So those kind of things are the roots of your self-care plant. So I don't want to, when I talk about self-care, I don't want to only be on the top layer, on the petals, on the leaves that are soaking up the sun. Those are extremely important and they're the excellent place to start because they help you get lower into the plant, but that's not everything. So I'm going to kind of leave it there for now because I want to go into that in my YouTube video, maybe give you some imagery and some examples, but I want to make it clear that these oofs and working on your mindset is also self-care. And as we go and I get more comfortable with everyone to talk about the deeper things like healing guilt and shame and trauma, we'll get there too. So self-care starts at the top, but it works all the way down to the roots that you really get a grip and a grounded grip on who you are, how much you deserve to have a beautiful, wonderful life. So I had to get, I I was sitting yesterday and I was like sitting there trying to read a book and I felt all this like heavy pressure. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to spit that out to everyone. So anyway, let's get into a couple more unhelpful thinking habits. Last week, we talked about personalization when you blame yourself or others. And we talked about jumping to conclusions with mind reading and fortune telling. And we talked about should and must and ought. So, and also another one with should and must and ought, I think is when we tell ourselves we need to do something or somebody else needs to do something. I think need fits in there too. So Let's talk about a couple more. So let's talk about this ooth. All or nothing thinking. So all or nothing thinking is sometimes also called black and white thinking. Um, Some examples of what this sounds like is if I'm not perfect, I've totally failed. Or either I do it right or I don't do it at all. And an example from my life with black and white thinking or all or nothing thinking is when I started painting. I wanted to start doing some art and I wanted to start painting and I wanted to be really good right away. I wanted to be able to paint something, but really like I would paint an animal and it would look like a splotch of color. So I kind of like gave it up and I've been painting now for a while, but it's always on and off like as whatever, as I get inspired or discouraged. But that was all or nothing thinking where I was like, if I can't paint good naturally, if it's just not a gift that I have, then I, I'm not just, I'm not going to do it because I didn't want to have to wait to be good. I didn't want to be not good. So all or nothing thinking is when either I do it right or I don't do it at all or perfectionism, like you have to show up perfectly for everyone. And if you can't show up perfectly for everyone, then you might as well just not show up at all. It's not giving yourself forgiveness. It's not letting yourself be human. It's not 
allowing time to improve and to learn and to grow, kind of like with my content creation. If I wanted to just have it perfectly figured out of exactly what I was going to create and post when and have my calendar done and have like my content all sorted out and already have a following and already like have people like waiting to hear, you know, if I it would be that would be all or nothing if I was like, I need to have all of this before I start or I'm not going to start at all because starting from nothing is not good enough. Like that's all or nothing thinking. So it just puts barriers and walls up for us and it stops us from trying new things and taking chances. So it's just unhelpful. It's a big oof. So another one is overgeneralizing. Seeing a pattern based upon a single event or being overly broad in the conclusions we draw. So overgeneralizing is when something will happen or something keeps happening and we overgeneralize and say, this always happens. Or we overgeneralize about someone and we say, they're always crabby. They're always selfish. They're always sacrificing. They're always busy. Using always and never. So they're never nice to me. They're never forgiving. They're never understanding. They never show up. They're always late. Those kind of things. That's overgeneralizing. And the thing is with overgeneralizing, it just really isn't true. Because nothing is always or never. You know? I mean, okay, maybe like coffee is never blue. But that's just impossible. (laughs) But overgeneralizing with a human being, with ourselves or with others, is unhelpful. And it is unrealistic. So like saying it to ourselves when things aren't going well, like everything is always just crap. Nothing good ever happens to me. It's defeating. It's a victim mentality. It's giving up. It's a pity party. And although it does feel good to sink into that sometimes, to be like, oh, mopey. Well, it doesn't feel good, but sometimes we just do it because we just don't feel like we have the strength to do something else. But really, it's unhelpful and it leads us on that, on that unhelpful brain path. So overgeneralizing doesn't help us. It's definitely an oof. So like if I'm cooking and I drop something and I say, oh, I'm always so clumsy. I'm always dropping stuff and I'm always making a mess. How does that make me feel? Like, that doesn't make me feel very good. So I drop something. Oh, I drop things sometimes when I'm cooking. It's very frustrating. Oh, well, that's okay. Like, understanding, forgiveness, acceptance, and not using always and never. And another one is mental filter. Only paying attention to certain types of evidence. So it's kind of like when you're working through something or you're looking at yourself and you have this mental filter, like you just don't accept certain things. Um, Like you notice your failures or somebody else's failures and you don't see their successes. So like, let's say it's a friend of mine and I have a judgment towards them. Like, let's say they're always late to lunch and I have this in my mind that they're late all the time and I always have to pay for more than my share of lunch then if they show up and they're on time 
and we split half and half if I don't take that into consideration with my opinion of my friend because I just don't see it because I'm still hanging on to when they were late or I did pay more. I'm not allowing that different situation to make a difference in my opinion of how I see them. Now that hasn't actually happened, (laughs) thankfully. And hopefully if it did, I would set a boundary and be like, hey, I love you, my friend, but I can't stand like sitting here for 20 minutes waiting for you. So if we set a date, can you please make sure you're not 20 minutes late? Like a few minutes is cool, but set a boundary and be like, if I'm going to meet you for lunch, I only have a specific amount of time. Can you really try to be on time? And also, I would love if we split equally for lunch or pay for our own stuff. You know, you have to set boundaries too. So, and that's something that I am working on. It's not like I'm that great at it. (laughs) But so that's a mental filter when something happens or if you have someone close in your life, if there's something that you... You really hope they're going to continue to grow in and but then you don't notice their growth like you don't you don't offer compassion and understanding that sometimes growth takes a long time. Um, Like if uh, if you don't notice their small steps of growth because you're expecting big growth like right away. Or on yourself, too. Like, if you... That, that, yourself is a big one, actually. So, like, let's say I'm working on my mindset and, uh, like, showing up um, without judgment or, like, staying on my own paper and not getting on Steven's paper. Like, let's say I'm doing great, but then one day I overstep and I'm, like, not forgiving to him about something or I, like, kind of get cranky about something. It's not... A, it's, like saying to myself with my mental filter oh you haven't improved your 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 mindset is still crappy you still have so much work to do like that's my mental filter seeing myself as not making progress but instead we have to see how much success we have in our growth how much success we have in changing our mindset and our emotional health and our mental health we have to be able to look at ourselves and be like Wow, I've made so much progress, but you know what? I still I still fall back sometimes, but that's because I'm growing and I am human. I am always going to fall back sometimes. I am going to make mistakes. I am going to be weak and because I still have so much more to learn. So your mental filter like your mental filter sometimes will jump in and not allow you to see how well you're doing. So there are three oofs for today. All or nothing thinking, overgeneralizing and mental filter. And we can add those to our list of jumping to conclusions, should and must, and personalization. And I'm going to work on a PDF to organize these for you guys so you have a visual. Because now, right now, for you, it's all just words flying around in your head. And they might all be jumbling together a little bit because I know that they did for me. And they still do. So, um, and maybe some of these you kind of nodded your head at. And you're like, oh, yeah, I think I do that one. So, but forgive yourselves if with the with the mental filter kind of like like just because you have an oath that you notice pop in it doesn't mean that you're not making progress it doesn't mean that all the effort you do to feel good to show up great in your relationships that it doesn't count it always counts it's like 20 steps from a to b and every single step needs to be celebrated even just thinking about these things and noticing them sometimes is a huge step in the right direction so 
Anyway, that's it for today, you guys. It's one of my favorite 20 minutes of the week. I look forward to these podcasts more than you can imagine, and I absolutely love them. I sit here with my microphone and my coffee, and I just talk to you beautiful people. I love every little step that you're making. If you ever wonder if somebody is celebrating the smallest little tippy-toe step that you take towards your best self, I am here. I am celebrating you even if I don't know about it because I am so inspired by the fact that anyone is listening to this, that anyone is touched by my content. If it makes you think about how you're thinking, how you're reacting, how you're responding, how you're taking care of yourself, how you're learning what you need, how you're learning that voicing what you need is important, how there's so much soul searching done and understanding what you need and how giving yourself what you need is the deepest form of self-care. So we are taking self-care to a deeper level. We are ripping it raw from the roots and saying, hey, this is the self-care that you need to get to. And I use need there like the should and must, but in a, in a good way, because you really do need to get to what to the self-care that is deep in the roots. You do need to get to that in order to feel amazing in your body, to feel amazing in your life, to feel the power that you have to shine. And when you shine, you spread that bright light to the people around you. And it's contagious. It's contagious. So the more the, the more holy and deeply that you care for yourself and your well-being and your inner world, the more you really can show up for others. Because we can only love others as much as we love ourselves. So the more we take care of ourselves, the more we love ourselves, the more we give ourselves what we need, the fuller our cup is. And then it's more full of the beautiful nectar that we can pour into the lives of others. And yeah, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for spending this time with me. And like I said, I'll talk to you next week. All right, I'm signing off and then I'm going to take the most beautiful sip of this coffee. Oh, and did you see the full moon last night? I think it's pretty full tonight too. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. It was shining right through my window, giving me really wild dreams, which I don't remember what they were. I just remember waking up every every time I woke up in the middle of the night, I was like, oh, come on, this dream is chaotic. I want something more dreamy. But the moon always does that to me. So anyway, guys, have a great week. I love you. I will talk to you next time. Da-da-da-da-da. Jessie Trevor. Da-da-da-da.